Welcome to the Spiritual Hour of A.D. Richard Ministries. I'm excited about today because today we have Stitch Ministries in the house for the San Antonio area. I want to introduce uh, the, the area director for Stitch Ministries, Brother Tim Tolosa, and also the regional coordinator, Sister Blanca Eschbach. I pray that I said that right, so I hope you receive it that way. <laughs> Amen. So we just thank God for them, and we're excited about today to be able to go over this podcast in relation to Stitch Ministries and just share what God is doing through this ministry here in the San Antonio area, but also worldwide. So with that being said, I'm going to open up and allow Tim to introduce himself and then allow Sister Blanca to introduce herself, and then we'll go into questions. Tim, please. Hey, thanks, A.D. My name is Tim Tolosa, and, and God has brought me to this place in my life. Um, I want to say, because I've been faithful, but I really don't know that I have been. You know, so many times in our lives we, we end up in situations where we don't know what to do or how to respond to things. And, and so God took me out of ministry several years ago and put me into a civilian job, and I hated it. I was so angry, I wanted to get back into full-time Christian work. And through that process, AD, God took time to teach me that everything that I put my hand to is His work. That I need to be willing to, to glorify Him in everything that I do, regardless of whether it's for a civilian organization, uh, whether it's for a military organization, a secular organization, or a religious organization. Everything we do is to His glory. Amen. And I say all of that to get you to understand that when I accepted this position here, this is my dream job that God is allowing me to, to come and be an influence here in the San Antonio region and beyond, thank you COVID-19. Because now um, I'm able to teach people and to help people and to, to guide people and to pray with people and to mentor people into God's way of living when it involves integration of our faith and our finances, all our assets, all those things that God entrusts to us. And our faith and our work what God is calling us to actually do in this world so as director of this organization here in San Antonio I just have to say I'm blessed Amen. and that I am beyond excited about what God is already doing here Blanc and I have been privileged to just see his hand his fingerprints all over the work here in San Antonio uh, we got some statistics just yesterday uh, from that were distributed to our CEO and to our vice president where she revealed to us that just in 12 months we have increased our outreach to people here in this region by 400 percent Amen. and I told everybody at that meeting that there is no way in the world that Blanco or myself can take credit for that that God is at work here in this region, touching lives, changing lives. And so we are excited to be here and, and to be part of what God is doing through Stitch Ministries here in San Antonio. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Please share. I mean, I could just echo everything that uh, Tim has said because I too feel like this is my dream job. You know, when I took this job, um, I was coming from a from another organization, faith-based organization, um, 
but there's nothing like Stitch out there. Mm, you know, when, when I started here a few years ago, I could not have imagined that this is what it was going to look like down the line. And, um, but I think that faithfulness had a lot to do with it, for sure. Just like Tim's story, um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But all I know is that, you know, God reveals to us the, the next step. And a lot of times, not the whole picture, because that may have scared me away. But, uh, but he is faithful in revealing, you know, he's a lamp unto our feet. And so he shows us. Those very next steps, and and that's uh, what we continue to do up until today, even. Um, and you I'm know, just so excited. I just thought about something. You said uh, he's a lamp unto our feet, and Psalm 119, you know, talks about how God guides us. Well, we trust in His word, but I thought, wow, you know what? Last year, if somebody had told us that we were going to increase our outreach by 400 percent, that <laughs> over the process of 12 months, we were going to go from um, two qualified facilitators for faith and finances to ten, ten now yeah. or, Plus tw ten, or twelve including us. Twelve, yeah, yeah, including us. We have twelve yeah. trained, certified facilitators in the San Antonio region. Now, I mean, yeah, I think it would have scared us away. <laughs> it would have been crazy. Amen. And I and just to share with you just for a moment, I'll just share my testimony in relation to Stitch, uh, faith and works, and faith and also faith and finance. I've actually been a student. And I graduated from both programs, so I'm a testimony to that because when I took Faith in Works, of course I knew a lot about finances, but they opened my eyes also to different concepts in which I, I now achieve greater savings and also greater ability with my finances. So it's not just about learning how to do something, but it also can enhance what you currently do. That's the important thing about Faith in Finance and what they bring to the table. And also what I found out, uh, you guys have a twist with the Word of God. And that's the beauty of it is, is they, they're sharing how to handle your finances, but we do it with the Word of God. So that's encouragement there as well for those. And also when we looked at the Faith in Works, when I took that class, I got out of that, I found out a lot more things about myself because they actually challenge you with the personality test. And you're there and in, in, in you're engaged with your other classmates and you learn a lot about each other and you feed off of each other. So I, I suggest that you take both of those classes and also Tim and Blanca encouraged me to become certified. So now I'm a, one of those certified people who also teaches faith and finance. So it both, both of those classes are encouragements and I encourage anyone who's listening out there, if you just don't need it, and, and go ahead and take it anyway because you're gonna be blessed. But if you do need it, you're gonna really, you really help yourself in, the, in relation to your, the way that you do things and the way that you incorporate things, teach your children and your family. So now we're gonna move forward and we're gonna allow them to share with us what they offer in these classes and I'm going to ask them some questions in relation to that as well that will hopefully benefit us all and be a blessing to us all. That's why I'm so excited because I know what we're about to talk about so I know this is going to be really really good. So we'll start out with Tim. Tell us a little bit about faith and finance and what, in, what how do you see helping people out there today that's listening? Well one of the biggest thing challenges that people have in our society today is is understanding what money is all about. Uh, we know it's a tool, we know we got to have it, we know that uh, we can't really even function in this world without some kind of money. I mean, you could go back and study the history of money and bartering and the whole process, but what it really comes down to in our day and age is that we have a, a misconception that people who have money automatically have power and happiness and influence 
And although to a certain extent, some of that might not be kind of apparent or a given illusion on the surface, daily almost, you could read in a newspaper or you could read online about somebody committing suicide that's a millionaire. Somebody that is, is now in rehabilitation because they've been taking all kinds of drugs uh, to escape the reality of the terribleness of their life because they're millionaires. Well, money is not the solution. It's how do we relate to money and how do we allow money to affect our other horizontal relationships in this world. For example, one of the things that we teach in the course is we talk about a vertical relationship. That vertical relationship is vital. It's so important that we have a perfect vertical relationship with God. Now, I'm not saying that we are perfect. I'm saying the relationship can be perfect. Man. In other words, we're removing all the barriers. God gave us everything we need. He said this word. He said, if we confess, he's going to forgive Man. and he's going to forget. And so if God's willing to forgive us, if we just consistently confess our sins, we repent, we, we turn from our own selfish ways and we start following after him, then that act of repentance and confession give us access to the Father. As followers of Jesus Christ, we can communicate with him and we can, more importantly, hear from his Holy Spirit how we should live our lives. So the, the vertical relationship is vital. Amen. Now, once we have that vertical relationship in place and we are functioning in total communion and uh, communicating with God, literally like breathing. It's just uh, you're driving on, you're talking, and I know people think I'm crazy sometimes. Hopefully they think I'm talking on my phones. <laughs> but what I'm really doing probably is just talking to God. Right. And right. I'm just communicating, saying, Lord, I'm just so excited about you today. I'm excited about what you're doing in life. Thank you for, for blessing us with this new class that we're going to be doing. And, and thank you, Lord, for the students. And, and God, I pray right now for my friend Javier. And I pray that you just continue to help him to find the right employment. I pray that you'd be with my, my, my sister Gwen and that you'd help her in this area. And, and as we just communicate with God and we talk, that vertical relationship starts to spill over into our horizontal relationships. Amen. And so now those horizontal relationships are what we experience here on earth. We experience horizontal relationships in that we are able to um, communicate with others that God has planted near us. Amen. We're able to share with others and to support others. Um, I love what Jesus did. He modeled that for us. You know, he never ignored his vertical relationship with the Father and every opportunity he got, he gave glory to the Father. Amen. Every opportunity he got, he went off in the wilderness by himself. He went to the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed and he spent time with the Father. But at the same time, he had 12 men that he called to follow him with full knowledge that one of those men would never truly give his life and his heart over to him. Amen. He still was faithful to those 12 men and he taught them and he loved them, and he had a solid horizontal relationship with them. And that's what God has called us to do. But so many times in our lives, we allow those horizontal relationships to command us. They rule us. We allow spousal relationships to determine how we spend our resources, our assets, our monies, rather than seeking that vertical relationship in God's wisdom. In marriages, Finances have a dramatic effect. Right now, in this day, the number one cause of divorce in America is not infidelity. 
It's financial stress, financial disagreements, the discord that is woven over how families should use their finances. Now here's the thing. Blanca's gonna share with you in a minute some information about how God intends for us to use our finances. Amen. How God can take and give us the answers to the very questions that we're seeking answers to through his word. This course is not really a great discovery in and of itself because it is based on the word of God. The word of God has been with us. Amen. It is based on the Holy Spirit's leading. And the Holy Spirit is with us right now. And so the, the knowledge and the wisdom and the discernment that come from this course are all things that have been around, but that we've forgotten, or maybe we've never had the privilege of being taught properly. So Blanca will share just a little bit about faith and finances. This is the book that we give out to every student. And I do want to tell you right now that one of the privileges that we have here in uh, Stitch Ministry is that we are, we are supported by many different people, okay. many different organizations. And that because of that great and gracious support, we're able to give resources like this to our students. We don't ask them to, to pay for their books. We don't ask them to have to pay to take the course. No. Uh, we realize that people that have taken a faith and finances course might not be in the financial situation right. where right. they have Amen. the funds. <laughs> so why would we charge them? But God has en enabled us and entrusted to us the ability to be able to give these resources out uh, thanks to our donors. Uh, you might have some people that are watching right now that might want to contribute and help other people Amen. through these courses. And they can do that by just reaching out to us. We'll give some information on that later. But uh, this Faith and Finance course is just an amazing opportunity for people to start to understand how money and relationships come together. Amen. Right. Amen. And, they, and Tim and, and Blanca do a great job of sharing that. So now I'm going to ask Blanca, give us some insight as well in relation to faith and works and how it ties in in relation to this ministry and how it goes forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if I could sum up everything that we do here in two words, it would be relationships and stewardship. Yes. Right? Um, how to steward our resources. Our, our work is a resource. Our relationships are resources. And we learn this throughout Faith and Finances and Faith and Work. Um, faith and Work really came about because um, a few years ago we were using a different curriculum that, that didn't quite allow us to, um, to do ministry the way we, we feel the Lord was leading. And we prayed, you know, our staff prayed and, and we just felt led to create our own. And so we took the parts that uh, of our own personal experiences and walk with the Lord and our professions and said, we outlined it. I mean, we went away on a retreat and we said, this is where we feel the Lord is leading us and, and came up with an outline. And then we just started to put flesh on it and, um, and faith and work was born from that. Um, very proud of it and very uh, grateful to have been a part of, of that process and now you know working with Tim so grateful that we get to take it to the community um, and like he said thanks to our donors uh, we're able to do this in in ways that we couldn't imagine doing anywhere else uh, faith and work is is about finding that purpose 
you know, it's about um, coming to terms with the fact that we were created to work. A lot of people nowadays can't wait to retire, and I'm thinking, why would you want to retire? <laughs> you know? She's still but, young. Just want to yeah. Keep that in mind. Don't quote me in a few years. But I think one of the things that I've learned is that when you are in that sweet spot where you are living for what God created you to do, it's really not work. And it might sound a little cliche to say, uh, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that. Um, but it's true. Right, you know, right. it really, really is true. I know it is for us um, that we get to just help people discover their why. Why am I on earth? Why did I wake up today? It's not just to take up space and take up oxygen. There's a purpose for you. And if you don't know what that is, then I encourage you to sign up and take our upcoming classes um, in, in the springtime. I mean, we're already booking classes left and right, and I mean, Tim does an amazing job at just connecting, uh, connecting resources to Stitch and vice versa. And I mean, if you really want to just put yourself out of your comfort zone, come and, and experience what we have to offer, uh, which is Jesus, really. Right. You Man. know, Man. the first, uh, our first class, we talk about identity and purpose. Whose are we? Whose image were we created in? It wasn't, um, we, we're not just a mere accident. We were created to reflect God's image. And so what does that mean, yeah. right? Um, we spoke earlier about the fact that God, one of the first things he did was give Adam and Eve a job. Right. Tend the garden. Don't, don't be a couch potato. <laughs> you know, go out to be in the sun. I'm preaching to myself here. I mean, my friends tell me I'm allergic to the sun. Amen. Um, Amen. <laughs> but he said, you know, go work. This is your task. You were created to to be out and, and to tend to nurture something. Uh, we also take a closer look at our at our own personalities, and I think we were talking about that earlier too in, in your own testimony with the class, uh, but it's a powerful session because it's, it's when people come away with that aha moment of, wow, you know, I'm, I'm not this way by mistake. There is a purpose in, in how I'm wired. Right. You know, there is a reason why I hate my job because I'm, it's a square peg trying to fit in a, in a round hole, right. you know, right. and, and so we don't, uh, we don't encourage people to quit their jobs without having uh, something else first, but we do um, help them get closer. It's a stepping stone to to that um, that job, that career that will bring fulfillment. Because as Tim said, you know, we were not created to hate our jobs. We were not created to just clock in and out um, to get a paycheck. While that is important, we do not. Um, minimize that because we all have uh, people to to feed and families and such so we uh, we just try try to be that stepping stone you know that's one of the things too that we do is we help people um, that are in jobs right now that maybe there's some barriers some obstacles that they need to overcome 
and help them find out those effective ways to communicate, uh, how to be a better team player. I know there were jobs that I had sometimes that I didn't feel like I was being very effective. I didn't feel like other people were really understanding or appreciating what I was bringing to the organization. And, and so some, we take a, a deep look into ourselves. You know, it's, it's a natural thing to look at other people and to say, oh man, if, if they would do this this way, we'd get along so much better. Mm -hmm. right. But really, we should be looking in the mirror and saying, what can I do? And that's, that's God's way. Amen. God's way is always to, to, to remove the beam from our own eye first and to correct what's inside. And so many times when we do that, I, I use my own marriage as an example, and, and, and Linda could vouch for this, that there are times in my marriage that I would see something in Linda's life that maybe I didn't like or something that needed to, I, I think needed to be changed. And immediately the Holy Spirit would convict me and say, why don't you go pray about that? And so I go start go upstairs and younger when I was younger, I'd go up there and I start praying for her. And the Holy Spirit would say, No, no, you're praying for the wrong person. Right, right. You need to be praying for yourself. And so then I would start praying that God would open up my heart and my mind to to see things his way. And when I started doing that, it changed everything. Because suddenly I realized that so many times I was causing I was in a bad place at home or in my job or in my relationships, those horizontal relationships, yeah. I was in a bad place because I was putting all the blame on the other person or the organization when really I needed to do some self-analysis. Amen. Amen. And then as God changed my heart, everything got fixed. Amen. Amen. It's really a journey. You know, it's, we call it the faith and finances uh, journey or the faith and work journey because it really is. You know, it's a it's a process of transformation, yeah. and we've been fortunate or blessed enough to be able to see that process um, develop and unfold um, with our participants. Amen. Yeah. Now, when in relation to faith and works, what has been the number one thing that you've gotten feedback from your students that help? What area that helped them most for our audience so they'll understand that, and then also share the area that most people identify as a weak point that Stitch mm -hmm. through faith and finances helped them become okay. better at. Sure. you please share each other? Yeah, I think, I think that for faith and work, uh, people go away very happy to have been able to do the personality assessment. And uh, week three, which is setting goals and doing vision boards, uh, at least that's been the experience in my classes, um, because it's not something that the school system teaches us to do, you know. Um, that's for another chat. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, definitely helping people have a vision for their lives and what it could be um, in comparison to to where they're headed down. I always say, you know, faith and finances um, is for anyone who's had a bad relationship with money or who maybe knows someone who's had a bad relationship with money, and if you're tired of your finances telling you what you can and cannot do, then join us, because this is a class where um, people are empowered to take back control of those finances. Amen. For me, it's, it's been a little different. Uh, my, my students that I've had experience with Faith and Work have given me feedback more on week one and week five, which is, um, Really finding that identity and purpose, the why that we were talking about earlier, and, 
and week one is always a, a week of discovery, self-discovery, kind of what I was just describing I went through myself and, and still go through on a daily basis. And then week five is all about effective communication, which we all struggle with that. Amen. Not just at work, but at home, uh, at the grocery store. <laughs> I mean, um, my wife, my wife, and all my my daughter-in-laws would agree wholeheartedly that there is this thing that they talk about in our family called the Tolosa Tone. Mm. And uh, you know, I'm a 24-year Air Force vet. I learned I have a military voice. I I can project. Uh, uh, I can come across as very dogmatic in my statements. Um, if people know me well, they know I'm a big teddy bear and, and very gentle in spirit, but sometimes my tone doesn't always reflect that. And so there are times that I've been uh, taught that my communication is being obstructed by the tone and the message is not getting across. So as a preacher, you know exactly what right, I'm talking right, about. Amen. Sometimes we try to go and we, we as a pastor, we try to uh, talk to people about things in their lives that need to be changed. and. And, and for them to align biblically with what God's plan is for their life, we try to give them guidance. Well, if we go in and just use our forceful tone, sometimes uh, that, that turnoff is going to stop them from being able to hear God's message and for the Holy Spirit to have the ability to work as freely as it would if we approached it with more of a, a softer uh, tone in our voice. So communication involves so many things. How we look, eye contact, nonverbals, uh, tone, um, projection, uh, being articulate, vocabulary. Um, all of these things come together. And when people really start focusing on fixing their communication in the workplace, 100% of them come back and said, it, it helped me at home too. Amen. It helped me at church with uh, dealing with other, other church members. It helped me in my committee meetings. And so all of these things tie together. So there's just so many tools that people uh, love out of faith and work, but those are the ones that kind of stick out for me. Mm -hmm. And then on the faith and finance side, this, this course is just so amazing because I think the discovery that we go through in week one where we talk about connecting um, money and relationships, the aha moment in, in faith and finances where people start to discover it. I love the little... Um, exercise that Blanca taught me that we do uh, in faith and finances and it's in the course but the way that we do it is we tell people if you would just write down right now the top two priorities in your life the two things that are most important in your life write them down on a piece of paper and then we give them a few minutes and then after that we say okay now take out your phone or your checkbook or whatever you need your receipts whatever you need and look at, list out all the purchases you've made over the last 10 days. Man. All right, just, just put them down. I'm a witness to that. When yeah. they get done with it, y'all moment came, didn't they? When you looked at that list of what you spent all your resource, assets, and money on over 10 days, and you looked at your two, what you said were the two most important things in your life, right. and you find out that those expenses, all those things you spent money on, most of them do not support what you said is most important in your life. Man, man. That, that's just common. Yeah, but right. we don't realize it until we go through certain exercises like that. And so as we go through faith and finances, the discovery of the aha moments, 
you know, putting when people, I love getting to um, creating savings goals. Man. And when we put together those savings goals, at the beginning of class, the people are saying, I'm here because I don't have any money to save. But magically, by the time we get to week four, they're like, oh, I do have some money to save now because what we do in weeks one, two, and three is each week we eliminate one unnecessary expense. And so as you get rid of those expenses, then all of a sudden you find yourself having a little extra money at the end of the month. So you have more money than you have month. Amen. 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 Definitely, I found that out as well. I want to go into um, the concept that I that I came about when I was taking both classes is how did you develop your platforms the way you teach? Because both of you are very compassionate about what you teach. How did you come into that? Did God just give you that, or is that something that that you had to come to grips with over time? Share, please. I think for me it's a little bit of both. <laughs> um, when I came to Stitch Ministries, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just knew that God had opened the door and it was up to me to just walk through it and take it a step at a time. Um, and I think over time, my my style has changed. I think it's it's evolved, yeah. you know, um, as iron sharpens iron, you know, I learned a lot from Tim here and I just, I'm blessed to get to work with him, but I also get to see others um, who, who come into faith and finances and faith and work. You know, we, we treat it as a potluck, is what we say. Everyone brings something to the table. Yeah. So it would be uh, wrong of us to say, um, you know, we know everything, because we, we know quite a bit. <laughs> but, just but just last night in class, I learned, I learned some stuff that I'd never, hadn't happened before, never had said, and I was like, wow, it's amazing what people bring to the table. Yes, everyone has value, and I think we could both agree in saying that we don't stand up here saying, you did this wrong, and this is how it needs to be done, and this no. is the only way, Amen. Amen. no way do we do we ever say that. It's, it's a journey, and that looks different for all of us. You know, we teach principles in both uh, courses that are biblical, bi biblically based principles um, that the Lord just, you know, put on our heart to include in faith and work and uh, did so with the creators of faith and finances as well. So, well, we don't know everything. We can, we do know the process and uh, that process is adapted by every participant in a unique way. Yeah, it's like Ron said, one of the things that we do is we don't consider ourselves teachers mm -hmm. as much as facilitators. Amen. So Amen. we're facilitating this whole process. In fact, with our new facilitators, we're learning new techniques and, yes. and new ways to, to uh, present ideas. Um, but one of the things I took and learned from Blanca was the ability or the, the necessity, rather, of reaching out to people during the week, of not just having it be a class-to-class -class thing, but on, on the days between the classes, sending out an email, making a phone call. Maybe if you see a need in someone's life, like one of the young men that we uh, were talking to about possibly attending a faith and uh, finances class uh, uh, came to us and said, 
I know that you haven't been teaching faith and finances at the YMCA, but you have been te teaching faith and work, or you've been teaching faith and finances, but not faith and work, but I need to work on my resume. Can you come help me? And so we went and met with him and we talked about his resume and we, and we learned more about his background and where he came from. And, and through that process, God got us into a conversation about where he was in his life and his vertical relationship with God. And what it came down to is that he had been in a conviction for some time and that he was ready to surrender his life to the Savior. Amen. And Amen. so right there, while we're supposedly working on his resume, we introduced him to Jesus Christ. Amen. And he gave his life to Christ and, and, and he's been getting discipled ever since then. Um, sure, you know, the journey is up and down. He is uh, finding challenges, he's finding ways to overcome them using the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. Right now, he's enrolled in one of our Faith and Finances class. We got him into that, and he's loving it. He's growing, and God is using him. But those are the kind of opportunities that God opens up for us to be able to use these courses to not only help people with earthly, temporal things, such as work and finances, but also with eternal things. Amen. Amen. And I want the audience to also recognize the fact that these classes are not just for people of faith, meaning you have to be a Christian to be a part. That's not a criteria. They're for anyone Absolutely. that wants to come and partake. Yes. And we want to know, know that. And hopefully someone who's not saved, like Tim just shared, the Holy Spirit touches them because they're teaching these, these principles based on the Word of God. And that's the beautiful thing about yes. the ministries and the classes, that it develops relationships. And that encourages those who aren't saved to also maybe want to see about Jesus, not just learn about their finances, not just learn about how this faith and works can help me get a resume and get a better job, but also develop that relationship with the Lord. So that's the hope. But I encourage those who are out there who are Christians to also encourage friends who might need these classes, and maybe they might see Jesus eventually. Yeah. So don't be discouraged with that. So that's the beautiful thing about these yeah. about these courses as well. So share with me, Blanca, briefly about the bilingual classes that you that you guys are trying to coordinate and what you found from that so far. Hablamos español también. <laughs> yes, we we were asked to translate our faith and work curriculum and uh, we're almost done. <laughs> we're almost done, but we have started using them already. Uh, we have some sites that um, have Spanish classes going on and I mean we're excited about that. It's been it's been a great journey. You know, talk about using your, your skills and talents that the Lord gave gave to us, right, to each one of us. And I am just super excited to get to use that particular skill to, to bring the word to people in our community and all across um, the U.S. and the world. Um, yeah, so Faith and Finances is... In Spanish, it, it has been translated, and we will be starting a couple of classes um, pretty soon. We have some Spanish classes going on now, uh, and we plan to always offer uh, these classes to our uh, Spanish-speaking community. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Man, I'm excited about that, too, because I got to witness that. That class is excellent. <laughs> it was excellent. So as we get ready, get ready to end the segment, I want you, Tim, to share with us what is the future that you see as a director of this of this particular location and Stitch overall as you see it going forward in the near future? Because I know with the pandemic, we've, we've transitioned from 
being able to be in the classroom to the Zoom, so now you're worldwide and you can advertise everywhere. So give us some aspects as a director, where do you see the future of Stitch here in the San Antonio area under your leadership? One of the things that we have noticed <coughs> is that uh, God has used uh, what maybe Satan intended for evil for his glory. Amen. He seems to specialize in that. And so when this pandemic hit, we thought, wow, we're going to have to shift gears. We've got to figure out a way to reach people online. And so we spent really almost two months building the program, building PowerPoints, building uh, platforms and, and reaching people. And it has been an amazing journey. Um, we do classes totally on Zoom now. Uh, we do classes totally in person and we do hybrid classes Amen. where you have classes that are meeting in person, but then some of the students are geographically separated, so they are attending via Zoom. And it's just amazing how God has opened up the doors of uh, opportunity for more and more people to participate. One of the questions just uh, 12 months ago uh, for our program was, how can we get this to places like just Dallas? Man. I mean, for us to go and every week travel up to Dallas and try to teach a class, then drive all the way back, and, it would be very, very difficult and, and maintain the ministry here in San Antonio. So we wanted to take it out of the valley. We had request after request to take faith and finances to the valley here in, in Texas. And um, the only way we could really think about getting it down there was somehow having them come up and get trained as a facilitator. It may take a whole week of training and then get them certified. And then we'd still have to go down and do the mentoring process and help them during the first few weeks. And so it was gonna be a very expensive proposition to get it done, but now it's not. Amen. Well, our, a lot of our facilitators, the first four weeks of learning how to become a, a faith and finances facilitator, the training was done online. So some people did it locally, some did it geographically separated, that's fine. And then we came together for just one day on a Saturday morning and we completed the last two units together and graduation happened. And so we were able to take and work through all of these processes. And now, like I say, we've got people attending from Illinois and Ohio and California and Mexico and Dominican Republic. And so all of these people are coming together and learning about this. And many of them want to be facilitators. So the more facilitators that we get, the more that uh, want to join us in this ministry, it's just going to grow exponentially. I mean, I, I literally cannot project what it's going to look like this time next year. Because I, I really believe that God is going to do supernatural things that only he can do. We have one class right now in, in which we are training up a church assigned um, their leadership, their outreach leadership, their mission leadership to attend the Faith and Finances class with the sole purpose of several of them becoming facilitators and taking the faith and finances curriculum to the community around this inner city church. Amen. Amen. And so there's so much opportunity there. Uh, we have no idea how many of those are actually going to become facilitators, how many are going to, how many classes are going to come out of that, how many people are going to be touched, how many lives are going to be changed. But God does. Amen. And he knows. And our invitation to anyone who's watching this is that you would pray about this and, and pray about a number of things. Number one, pray for the ones who are currently enrolled in classes. Pray that God would change their hearts and their lives as they go through these courses and that they would experience the life change that God has for them. 
Secondly, I'd, I'd ask you to pray that God would support Stitch Ministry so that we can continue to offer, as, as obviously as we grow and as the people hear about these incredible courses and programs, that we need to be have a way to provide these books to people at no cost. And so pray that God will provide all of the financial resources that we need to do this. Maybe pray and ask God if he would have you become a partner with Stitch Ministries and be able to help in that way. Okay. And then also, last I ask God if he would have you to participate, become part of one of these classes and learn about what we've been talking about. And maybe even eventually become a partner, a volunteer to become either a facilitator, or maybe your gift is not so much teaching or facilitating, but you're just the kind of person that is very hospitable. We need, especially when we go to in-person classes, people who are willing to come alongside us and say, I'd like to help uh, provide meals. Another thing that we do is we, we provide food and resources for these classes that meet in person so that people can come. We know we're all busy. So that they can come directly from work and just not have to worry about trying to find something to eat before class. Just come and let's fellowship around the table together right. and learn what God has for us. So we are blessed to be able to help feed the physical body as well as the spiritual. Amen. Amen. Right. So, uh, yeah, just pray with us and, and we would cherish those prayers. Uh, if you would like to learn more, come right by, right here at our uh, location here, right back on in San Antonio, many of you know where Alamo Cafe is up on Highway 281. Right behind Alamo Cafe on Central Parkway North is the road. At the, the address is 1045, 1045 Central Parkway North. We're in Suite 103. Come by and visit us. We just drop in and, and come ask for Tim or Blanca and we'd be glad to talk to you. Uh, we'll, we'll give you some resources, a little more information about Stitch and the other ministries that we have available, such as counseling ministries that we offer right here in San Antonio, where you can get counseling for uh, a child, a family, a marriage, whatever your situation is, individual counseling, you're going to receive biblical licensed counseling right here. Once again, that is paid for by our supporters and by our donors. And so we uh, hope that you would be willing to come and talk to us and see what else God is doing here in the San Antonio region. Then also, we'll give you one of these great little magazines that will help share some stories with you of what God is doing, not only here in San Antonio, but in our other locations in Corpus Christi, in Houston, and around the world, as we take the Word of God to people and see people's lives become changed. So, Bob, um, why don't you share with them the phone number? Sure. Um, you can call us at any time at uh, 210-339-7576. All right, and just ask for either Blanca or Tim or someone dealing with faith and finances, faith and work, and we'll be glad to help you out there. We also have a website you can go to and learn more about Stitch Ministries because there is a lot more than just our life skills courses. Um, stchm.org, all right? You don't have to put the W's in anymore, but if you want to, www.stchm.org. Sign up for our Faith Work class. You'll be getting the Faith Work Participant Guide along with the Faith Work Bible, which is an amazing Bible. And not only does it have the Word of God in, complete in here, but throughout it, threaded throughout it, are devotionals and, and discussions and examples of God's work and how He wants to... Um, combine 
integrate our faith into our work. And then in Faith and Finances, you'll receive a participant guide um, that will help you. And you can go through it. And in these workbooks, you've got illustrations, you've got places to fill in, uh, places you can keep your personal notes because obviously you're going to be making some personal notes and personal discoveries as you go through these classes. So you're going to want to be able to go back and look at your notes on those things. Amen. I want to thank God again for Tim and Blanca for joining us being uh, here over at Stitch Ministries in the San Antonio area. I encourage anyone and everyone to please sign up for these classes. Now understand you can do it individually, you can do it as a family, or you can they go come in and they'll offer these classes to your entire church body. So that's the beautiful thing about it. You can do it individually or collectively as a family or like I said, as your organization or whatever. So that's yeah. that's a great thing. So please support this ministry any way you, you can, but also share the word of God with someone. Let them be, keep people encouraged, especially during these times that we're going through right now. May God bless you and may God keep you. Thanks again, Tim. You bet. And Thanks, Blanca, for joining me today. May God bless you and God keep you. This is, ends the segment of our spiritual hour. Thank you. Till next time.